0: I'm on my way to Comedy House in Zurich and I am gonna watch Ben perform. I'm super excited, I've never seen him before. So, yeah.
1: It was a headlining gig. Yep. And
0: what is a headlining gig?
1: Basically, when you are the person on the poster ah, okay. and the reason why people are buying the tickets. Ah. And, and you basically, you headline at the end between you know, 30 to 45 minutes. Uh, so, you have also the longest gig? Yeah, you have the longest set at the end.
0: Yeah. I'm excited to see my mentor kick ass on stage. Let's just hope that he does that. It would be so cringe if he was bad.
1: So, that in itself is pressure because, well, first, you know, you have to be funny for a very long time, <laughs> which is harder than being funny for just five minutes. Yeah. But. Also, because the audience uh, is more demanding of you when they bought the ticket for you. So they have a lot of patience for all the openers. Yeah. Because they know, you know, it's like, oh, okay, I'm seeing some less experienced comedians. um, And and they are very forgiving. Yeah. But uh, with the headliner, at least that's how I feel... They, they bought the ticket to see you, yeah. they, you know, they, they spend the money to see you.
0: But was this your first time as a headliner?
1: No, that was my second time.
0: Ah, okay. So it's still quite new to be a headliner for you. Very. Yeah.
1: I did one headlining gig um, last year.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And it didn't go as well as I wanted to
0: okay
1: <laughs> so that's a that's another reason why it was high pressure mm. because I wanted to do such a better job mm. than last time
0: and why did it go well last time?
1: um so many reasons <laughs> 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 one was that uh, I was very nervous, mm. and I put myself so much pressure. I thought, you know, this is my moment. This is my moment to be slaying it. And this is almost, this is what's going to make me a revealed talent yeah. in, <laughs> in Zurich and the world. Yeah. And I, I put so much pressure on myself. And I know that when I started, I wasn't very present. Mm-hmm. When I look at the tape, I'm like, oh, who's this guy? Like, mm-hmm. Very, uh, and because I was feeling very unconfident. Mm. I was trying to seem too much that oh yeah everything's okay. I'm in control of what's happening. And it was a disaster. <laughs> like okay, it was not a disaster, but it, it wasn't great. Okay. Um I wanted it to be great. Okay. Um also one of the openers who actually was going to be the headliner until I decided, you know what? It's my 40th birthday, so I'm going to headline. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you decided yourself that you're gonna be a headline? <laughs> yes, I decided
1: Okay, I have headlined for I actually I have headlined for other shows uh but for the purpose of this podcast <laughs> And oh my god Um he was so good mm-hmm. I mean he slayed really and then you know I was backstage and I and I, I got scared. Okay. I got super scared, I was like you know and, and re- when I went out I was like you know as a producer I should have he should have headlined you know if I had just opened just before him with even with a 30 minute set and he would have done 45 would have been a great show okay and I was like I fucked up
0: but do you usually listen to the the Oh yeah, the lines I before, re- the, the guys before or the the people? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Because yeah. I like to I like to feel what is the atmosphere in the room, mm-hmm. and I also like to to see what's going on in the room. Um, often there's audience interaction, mm-hmm. and and you want to know w- w- what's what's been up. Okay, you know, yeah. um, which yep. which I did on Thursday. I, I, Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, because I was in the audience. Yeah, as you were mentioning, I I went to to see you, and uh, to be honest, I was a little bit nervous. So that was,
1: yeah, that was the third reason why I felt a lot of pressure because I thought if I bomb or if it's not great, this is the end of this podcast.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I felt a little bit like that as well. But. You did it! And I I was super impressed of you, and Thank it, you. yeah, it was uh, it was really fun, and I was uh, laughing a lot. But what I noticed is, uh, I mean, uh, during the times the COVID times, there were not that many people. It there was a big stage, so first of all, when I entered it, I was like, "Wow, this is this is a real thing, right?" Yeah. But then, uh, since also it was kind of big and people were spread out because COVID safety and everything. I also fed a, felt a little bit stressed. Uh, like, how are you? How will you pull off uh, uh, something when?
1: Yeah. So I was happy. So, what was good about also Thursday? it's it's it was not. Um, it was not my first time doing a socially distanced gig. Ah, okay. Uh, you know, I have done a few. Mm. So at least psychologically, I was prepared for that. Yeah. When the audience is spread out. You know, it just doesn't. First of all, there's less people, mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's less laughter. Yeah, um, it doesn't travel as much. No. but I think these are great conditions, and even without COVID times, I actually think that the gigs when you only have three people, four people, are are so good because you you have to really own what you're gonna say, mm. and this is this is such a good training. I mean, of course, you don't do it for that, right? You you don't work so hard (laughs) to be speaking to three people. (laughs) But it's such good training. And in these times, when, you know, because first of all, we have less, uh, you know, we have less capacity because we have to, they have to socially distance. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, people are scared to come out. Yeah. I have some friends who were sure they were going to come. And last minute, they said, listen, my partner... Is really upset if I go, mm. which I get as well. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think today people make their own yeah, yeah, yeah. choices. It's yeah. very unclear what is the right thing to do. Yeah,
0: you just do whatever you feel comfortable yeah. with. Yeah, yeah.
1: So many people did not. C- so we could have had, we could have had maybe forty more people mm. in that room, mm. but yeah. yeah, people are nervous. <laughs>
0: But I also feel like, uh, well, there were a couple of things because we were also, we had to wear masks and that must be a little yes. bit weird so, being on stage and just looking at eyes and you can't really see face yes. expressions. And uh, and I
1: was also very glad that this was not the first mask gig yeah. <laughs> because I've done it all. So I've done socially distance without masks. Yeah. <laughs> and then they added the masks. Yeah. And that's kind of new uh, f- since, you know, two weeks. Yeah. So thank God I had had I had had a gig before uh, when I knew the laughter is a bit muffled. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I tried to to laugh super loud when I laughed.
1: <laughs> well, I hope you didn't force yourself. I I hope it was natural.
0: It was. It was. Okay. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was. You were really funny, and I, I, yeah. Yeah, I enjoy your jokes about your wife. <laughs> we <laughs> talked about them a little bit before, but then I laugh extra hard
1: because. Oh yeah, because fun. we knew you knew, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, the masks. Uh, to be honest, at, uh, on that stage, and I, I also request to have the lights really bright because I actually, I feel better when I don't see people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I prefer when it's like an unformed you know beast yeah <laughs> when the audience is a a beast behind the line yeah that I um, like.
0: when i did my gig <laughs> yeah then i felt the same and when i got like stressed or you know then i moved myself so i had the spotlights in my eyes so i couldn't see anyone yeah uh, because i totally agree that it's easier if you don't much see. easier yeah
1: much easier I think as long as you still communicate like uh, as long as you're still conscious that there is there are there are people behind that wall of light yeah. and you're still addressing them yeah. instead of just you you know being doing your thing I prefer that. So I didn't really I, I mean you can still discern a little bit so yes people were having masks but that wasn't so uh, bothering. No, okay. And to be honest if people are laughing the masks you know doesn't block the laughter, so that's <laughs> okay <laughs> so that was that was a good thing, but definitely, with less audience, social distancing, less capacity, people scared you you have to punch harder mm. you have to punch harder and
0: how do you do that? like how do you get yourself to punch uh, harder uh, and s- especially when there's less people in the audience? so
1: deep breathing <laughs> <laughs> but it's true, like you know when you do theater classes, they tell you to breathe. And definitely you should speak on an exhale. Ah. And so when I know I have to attack, so that's my expression. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when conditions are what they are. So for example, COVID gig or, or maybe comedians before kind of bombed yeah. and you have to attack. But actually you should always attack anyway. Uh, but I, I'm at sp- special um, conscious effort to really breathe in everything I have to say. Every line is with a breath, you know? And that, that allows me to, to project and that also kind of gives confidence in the audience when you, for the audience, confidence in you. Yeah, If okay. you do this. Uh, can, so that's, Can you
0: give an example? Like, you breathe in and then you say everything you need to say when you breathe out or what? <laughs> <What's>, <laughs> I
1: don't get it. Yeah, well, kind of. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I had a scooper friend joke like what of that." No
1: No so okay so so this is actually this is not a tip for you Clara No
2: okay <laughs> Uh
1: my my performance really stepped up when um uh, after I followed like an online course mm-hmm. which which had a, uh, some very good few tips I've, re- I've I'm careful now because I recommended it to a couple of friends and they were like oh, this guy is uh, he's so arrogant or <laughs> And I was like, okay, I don't know, maybe, but he's given me two tips that are like the best tips (laughs) in the world. Um, So one is to break down your text in a series of lines that you do on an Excel. So every line of text is what you can say in a breath. Mm -hmm. Okay, so... So, so it gives you, you know. So I write my text like this now. They look like poems. They're yeah. not. They're not. <laughs> <laughs> As you've seen, it's not poetry. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so, first of all, already when I, you know, this is how I write my text. And when I say I have to punch, I have to attack. Mm. I'm extra careful to deliver everything like this. Uh, so people, maybe they can hear it, but <laughs> you saw it, right? You saw what I just did. <laughs> or maybe not. <laughs>
0: no, I didn't. Maybe this
1: makes no sense.
0: <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I'm trying to take everything in now. And at the same time, I'm like, how am I going to apply this on my text? Okay,
1: so I guess maybe if you to speak uh, with force or mm. with presence, you say something and then you take out your breath again mm. and you say another thing. Mm. And that also really, that helps you being in the moment and act a little bit what what you want to say. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Is this good enough? Yeah,
0: no, that, I, I get it. I get it. But I'm also now I'm thinking about your uh, yoga exercise that you did on stage. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Was that like a, a hidden uh, breath exercise for yourself that you turned into a joke? <laughs>
1: no this this was something I did uh so during first lockdown, yeah. because let's face it, the second is coming tonight <laughs> I oh, hope yeah. not, no. I really hope not, no. but during first lockdown, because of what I was going through with e f mm. uh, which was hey, we're you know we're switching forty schools online so if if i if I'm able to do that, I can switch a comedy show online, mm. and I had this character uh called antoine robin who would come every week is different things so like the president of france or <laughs> so, <laughs> so one week he was a spiritual guru yeah. and that was a joke that i made there Ah! and when i did it like i had to stop because everybody in the studio was laughing so much and they were making me laugh <laughs> and we were live right uh, okay and i was like <laughs> come on guys uh and and then i you know there's a few jokes not many, but a few <laughs> jokes from that o- o- online show that I carried to the stage. Yeah. So that was one of these. Yeah. But, you know, so then it makes you think, if you think about, you know, a series of lines, mm. um, and that was the second tip that this guy gave, was that on average, and it's not, it doesn't have to be an exact science, but, you know, if you look at your set on average, every third line should be like a punchline, should be a joke. Okay. Okay, so that was the, so, you know... So, so, I'm very careful and I, you know, I'm a bit mathematical. Yeah. <laughs> I actually count how many punchlines I have and how many lines. Okay. And I try to have this ratio of, you know, three to one. <gasps> um, and when I when I do it, I'm like, okay. So, that's, that's one of the things that I prepare. But one of the mistakes that I made also on my first, you know, headlining show last yeah. year... And, you know, it was painful. Like, I hated myself for months after that, that I didn't succeed.
0: (laughs) That's that's harsh.
1: It was harsh. I am harsh.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but that you hated yourself for months.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, you don't have to do that. No, I'm
0: just like, (laughs) but also I don't want you to hate yourself for months. (laughs) Thank you, Clara. (laughs) It's like.
1: (laughs) But one of the things that I, and what happened was I peaked in the middle of the show. Mm-hmm. So I had like a I had my best moment in the middle of the show, yeah, and then and then after that nothing topped it. Mm-hmm. And that night I learned a lot about set design, especially longer set, is that I was trying to make a story and and you know put put the bits in a logical sense that with a story. Yeah. but actually I, I feel now that first and foremost, you need, to, you need to build a rhythm of your, you, you know, you know what your funniest bits are. Okay. Because when you do them with an audience, you know, not everything kills at the same rate. Like some, some bits kill more than others. Yeah. And those bits, they need to be spaced so that you have like a nice wave of, you know, like different waves of killing throughout the show. And then the most killing bit need to be at the end.
0: But why is that? I'm because
1: you want to finish on a you want to finish on a super high you want you want to finish on on like audience you know laughing their heads off and like all right good night see ya mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean and I don't know why you're asking this question does this have to do with storytelling
0: no but I'm just like if you get a joke it, like if you get uh, a peak at all isn't that good enough or does it have to be in the end? That is sort of what I'm saying also. Like, it, well, as long as you get a peak. Uh,
1: you know, so last time I peaked 15 minutes before before the end of the show.
0: <laughs> so then there were no more laughters? So? No, there were, but not yeah. as good. And yeah. then
1: uh, after, for my 40th birthday, my um, my, uh, my comedy friends did a, a roast <laughs> <laughs> at, at my own birthday. <laughs> <laughs> And the show was, um, the headlining show was 45 minutes. Okay. And then (laughs) one of my friends said, oh, Ben, I really enjoyed uh, your set, your headlining set at Comedy House two days ago. It was the best 30 minutes of comedy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I don't know. I think, well, since I'm new to this world also, I'm feeling that there's so strict rules. Right. Ah. Okay. So. And, and, and,
1: sorry if I made. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but it's no, but that's just my impression. And then also, um, also when you're telling me how to build up everything, it's really like advanced, right? So you're there is not you're just not gonna go. You're not going up on stage and just telling jokes. You really mm. have a like a, a lot of thinking and planning and structure. But what like how? Then, for example, when you when you are at this gig and and no one shows up or no one laughs, isn't it harder to uh, uh, what do you say like uh, act on the situation when you have everything so planned and it doesn't turn out the way you think it will? Yeah,
1: I mean, hope for, I mean in a way the last year it didn't turn out the way that I wanted. Yeah, but because it was poor planning. So it's ah okay it's weird so why I think if you peak in the middle mm. then everything that happens after if it's not as strong people will think ah oh, that last 10 minutes could have been cut you know mm, okay um, it's the same in you know in storytelling you mm. want the climax at the end and in most movies once the cl- the final you know fight has happened between the good guy and the bad guy the climax then the movie usually ends in 2 minutes you know like everything's resolved goodbye thank you
0: I know but I'm sort of questioning that kind of storytelling. I think. Uh, okay. I, and I don't know if that's right or not, but I, uh, maybe it could be more interesting to tell a story in a in a different in an, another way. Mm. Uh, yeah. For yeah. Example with uh Hannah Gadsby. Now I'm just <laughs> doing but reference. But in a way,
1: I think Hannah Gadsby <laughs> had her climax at the end. It was not a humorous climax. No. Exactly. You know, but it was still a climax. Yes. But and, then, y- you know, yeah. sh- and she finished more or less on that. I mean, for me, the show was over Yeah. after she reveals what happened uh, in the, uh, that bus stop. Yes. I mean, and yeah. then, you know, then that helps her conclude, you know, everything that she was saying mm-hmm. before. But it was, she still peaked at that moment. Maybe it was not comedic peaking. No, okay. Peaking, but, I love that special, by the yeah, way, yeah. you know I think it's very interesting I- interesting storytelling and I actually find on Netflix th- the most interesting specials are not the ones that are pure comedy. no, no, you should write uh watch uh three Mikes by uh, Neil Brennan, okay, mm. okay,
0: good I'm gonna... he goes into
1: uh issues with his father and very interesting, and he mm. peaks at the end also mm. you know and it and it's not a it's not a comedic. Yeah.
0: peak. So then the the laughing peak doesn't have to be in the end basically.
1: I think in general in general it has to be a a peak at the end in my in my opinion. Mm. Now uh, at this moment I don't have a, a story, I don't have a dramatic story to tell. Mm. I just have jokes. Mm. <laughs> so in that um I tried to have a story last year, yeah. so that's why I didn't try this year. <laughs> this year I just wanted to succeed, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I just have jokes, so mm. uh, if you just have jokes, mm. uh, your climax is your best joke mm. is your is the best joke of the show. Mm. And then what I also would recommend is that at the beginning, you should have probably your second best bit in the very beginning, so you pull the audience very fast, yeah, so you don't wait. yeah, so that's why usually my French material, you know, uh, people respond very well to it. Mm. But then my Swiss material in Switzerland, you mm. know, like if I would be outside, I would do it differently. But when I do it here, mm. the Swiss material is what people respond the best to. Yeah. So now I, I, the longer set, always start with the French and with the Swiss. Mm. And so this time I was very careful. But then also within the bits, I did the same. So I would start with like the second best joke mm. and finish with the best joke of that bit, which I never did before. Because I, I thought, you know, oh, you need to have some kind of a logical mm. sense. And honestly, like, that's what allowed me to just carry, you know, through through the set. And th- that structure gave me a lot of confidence. So, you know, you come in, you have the pressure, it's headlining. Mm. Clara from the podcast is there. <laughs> you can't fail. No. Otherwise, it's finished. <laughs> <laughs> People are afraid to come. Yeah. Um, you know there's less people you need to have you know you, to
0: rely on your you, you need
1: to rely on the tools Yeah. and that that structure really gave me a lot of uh, yeah a lot of of confidence and and I thought it was a a good tool yeah and that's what's allowed me to carry the wave throughout and honestly time went so fast when i was up there mm. i thought i thought i i screwed up i Why? thought because i i had planned to be you know between 28 and 30 minutes yeah and when I start twenty-eight
0: get- and <laughs> thirty. Okay. <laughs> it's really exact. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah.
1: Well, um you're gonna get uh, that kind of <laughs> that kind of outlook on life with me, Clara. I apologize in advance.
0: <laughs> I'm a little bit more floaty for whatever reason. Yeah, you and maybe you can teach me to <laughs> yeah. be a bit more relaxed <laughs> about
1: these things. So anyway, and so when I stepped into the Swiss material, I felt shit, like, because I honestly thought I had been on stage for only 10 minutes. Oh, okay. And I thought, shit, I screwed up, but I don't know what else, like, and really very fast, I was trying to see what joke did I forget. Yeah. And I couldn't, I couldn't figure it out. So I was like, fuck, okay, let's do the Swiss material. Yeah. (laughs) I did it. And I honestly thought, all right, I've been here only like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. And then... How
0: long was it? I don't remember. Or uh, I didn't time it. 28. Oh, it was 28. (laughs) Well done. (laughs) Right on time. Yeah. Very Swiss. Yeah. You
1: know, Swiss precision. And...
0: um, Yeah, so you you lost track of time because... Yeah, yeah. and
1: that was the first time this uh, this happened to me.
0: Why do you think that happened now? Or like at this gig? What was different so you lost track of time?
1: Being... Being in the moment, having a good time, enjoying myself, but also getting successful feedback from the audience. Mm. Um, Yeah.
0: Was this your best gig ever?
1: Well, it was my best uh, half an hour gig ever, yes. Um, But, you know, I have heard a lot. You know, that room normally... Mm. I mean, we don't always sell out, right? When we sell out, it's uh, uh, two hundred people.
0: It's that many people,
2: yeah. Yeah.
1: And usually, we never sell less ticket than uh, you know, hundred thirty. Okay. So, in that sense, I have heard much bigger laughter. Yeah. <laughs> in that room, um, but you know, considering the circumstances, mm. like that was that was pretty successful.
0: So, even though there were not that many people it became one of your best gigs yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's absolutely. kind of cool. So then it doesn't really have to do with how many people in the audience. It's more about yeah, the response no. of the, the people who actually no. are there.
1: And actually, and I got, you know, I got, I got. when you get Instagram followers after a gig, you can tell if it's gone well. Ah, okay. <laughs> how many
0: followers did you gain after this gig?
1: I, I don't want to say, because it's going to sound ridiculous. <laughs> but it was a big victory to me. Ah, <laughs> say it. But listen, uh, that room where you did your first gig. Yeah. The week before, I did uh, the open mic there. Yeah. And there were only four people in the room. Okay. And it was kind of weird, but I was like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to go for it. Mm. So actually the same thing. Like, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to punch. And then I also had, i, I re- during lockdown, I t- t- I learned how to do a Rubik's Cube. <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, I want to be the first comedian who tries new material and solve a Rubik's cube at the same time. So I was like, it was a disaster because it's impossible to concentrate like new jokes and on top of that do this. But anyway, but at the end, four people, huh? huh? And then after the gig on Thursday, I see I see two people and I and I hear them speak French and I'm like, I feel like I've seen you and. They said, yeah, we saw you when you were doing the Rubik's Cube and, Ah. you know, so 50% return.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing.
1: (laughs) So, so, so I think when there are very little people, it doesn't matter. Like you have to go punch, you know, go for it. You know, do, do your best because this, you are building your audience. You are building your followers. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's one at a time.
0: Oh, that's a good, uh, good closing. I think it's a you good conclusion. Your, yeah. <laughs> you build your audience one at a time. Yeah. yeah. Right. So I'm kind of relieved um, because Ben was <laughs> really funny, and uh, I laughed really much.
2: You just heard the third episode of How to Comedy. Uh, um, yeah. A podcast where you get to follow Ben and Clara. As they pursue their respective comedy careers at the up-and-coming comedy scene in Zurich, Switzerland.
1: Are we out of time? Away we are. We are. It was great talking to you, Clara.
0: Great talking to you, Ben. <laughs> bye.
1: <laughs> bye. See you next week.
0: Yes. I don't know why I lean forward to say bye. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> it's like,
2: goodbye.
0: Really close. I mean.
2: <laughs> this podcast was produced by Tinkem Media.
0: I listened to, to to the the one she sent. No. Yeah. I mean, oh, I didn't edited. listen to this. Yeah, one. I listened, but it was not edited. But I, uh, it was edited in the intro. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, uh, I kind of like it. <laughs> yeah. I think we're funny. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh. We're being
1: recorded, so. <laughs> She's gonna edit it. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, it's more Hopefully. for her if we talk about her.
2: Yeah. I'm Katerina. Inca's designated producer on this show.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What is she talking about? We're amazing. Yeah,
0: we're super.
2: If you don't want to miss the next comedy shows or perhaps join in on Ben's and Clara's next gig here in Zurich, make sure to follow us on Instagram at at howtocomedy in one word. And I hope to see you back here next Wednesday.